0: Welcome to Fusion Student Ministries. We hope this message equips and encourages you. Well, you guys know me already, but for those that don't, my name is Matt Hassling. I've been coming here for probably about 13 years now been serving the Lord, so it's pretty pretty awesome. I used to help out in Fusion, and then I got old, and now I just come back to speak, and then I leave again. So um, that's how it goes. Well, tonight's message, um, you know, I just kind of felt I've been thinking about preaching this for a while, and um, it finally came to say, you know what, I want to preach it tonight. So I feel like, again, like Michaela was saying, I think someone in here needs to hear something about this message. So, again, as I talk and share, whatever God speaks to you, just take that and think about that. Take that and apply that. Don't worry necessarily about maybe everything that I'm going to share, but just take what you have, what you get, and really take it seriously. You know, I know sometimes you come to church and just like, hey, we're at church, yay, high five, we did it, and we go home and forget, but tonight I just really felt like the Lord is saying for someone in here that this message is going to speak to you. I'm not saying that in a bragging way, I'm saying that in a way, that's just what I felt in my spirit as I was typing it last night, and so the title of tonight's message is Peace by Peace. It's Peace by Peace. I tell you what, I was going to show you how I spelt it, because it was like the word peace by peace, but anyway... Message, I mean, titles for messages are hard. I think Jonathan said it a few weeks ago, like, you know, speaking up here and, and writing all this out is easy. The hard part is coming up with a title. Like you got to pray and fast for like 21 days just to get the title. You don't have to worry about the rest of the message, but uh piece by piece. And I want to open up with the scripture. It's John fourteen twenty-seven. It says, this is Jesus talking, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You know, the word peace, you hear about it a lot. And the thing about my life is I love operating in peace. I love having peace in my life. You come to my house, and I want it to be peaceful. Like, my house is not chaotic. You go to my office, my desk is pretty messy. That doesn't look peaceful, but my I have a nice lavender scent going on for my diffuser. Shout out, diffusers. Are we rocking those? Yeah. You come into my office, and I just want peace. And my car, again, may not be the cleanest at all times, but the fact is I just like to have peace. And the reason I like having peace is because it makes such a big difference in your life. And it's not just the peace of like, hey, everything's going good. I'm talking about the peace of God, this peace that Jesus talks about, that he leaves with us and he gives to us. And so tonight's message, yes, we can go way more in depth, I believe, than what I'm going to share, but for the sake of it, I'm just going to hit on three areas that we need peace in our lives. Is that okay? Of course it's okay. I have the microphone. (laughs) So anyways, the first time we need peace is peace in dreadful situations. Again, this is kind of like a a part two of the message i talked about last time you know, wrestling with the Lord and how we can lament and be honest with God. And from those situations, after going through that with God, you end up having peace in the midst of what you were dealing with, whatever you're upset about, whatever was going on. And now these situations, just a quick disclaimer, I'm not referring to situations where we live in a life of sin. I'm not, not talking about times where you're being rebellious or disobedient. Those times you won't have peace. Because you're doing wrong, and you know you're doing wrong, and wrong things lead to wrong results. So to have peace is not going to work if you're being rebellious, sinful, disobedient. The things I'm referring to, the situations I'm talking about, are the times where life is tough. The times where you're going through things, and they're not as you expected. You know, we have this great way of planning everything out, step by step, what we want to do. And then when it goes unexpected, we freak out, and we become just angry and upset. You know, maybe it's a time you aren't pleased with what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You're not happy. And you don't understand what's going on. You ever felt that way before in your life? Why is this happening? What's going on? I don't understand. Why is this allowed in my life? But you know, there's this amazing scripture in the Bible. And I've read it a bunch of times. But when I started looking at it different, my whole perspective on these situations changed. It's Philippians 4, 7. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So it says peace that surpasses all understanding. What does that mean? Here's what it means. It's easy to have peace when you understand what's going on. It's easy to have peace when you know the outcome. I'll give you an example of my life where I haven't had peace. So I remember one time in school, we take these tests, these things called tests. I make like C's and I high five and go get ice cream because I made a C. You guys are probably way smarter than me, so you make A's. But I remember these, these times, I'd go take a test And, man, after I took the test, I felt good. Like, man, I knew that stuff. I I didn't even study. I just knew it. I did good. It worked out. So I'm, like, walking and cheering, high-fiving everybody in class. And then I look online, (laughs) and the results weren't what I expected. So I'm pretty sure, like, I made an 88. There's no worries. And it's a 68. (laughs) and man, I lo- like I would lose my cool. I'd be like, are you kidding me? She graded the wrong test. There's no way that's my test. She put the wrong Scantron in. There's no way. She's out to get me. She's out to ruin me. I don't know why my teacher would do that, but she's out there to mess me up. And the next day in class, when I'm about to go tell my teacher what it is, you know, let her have it. I get my test back and I start seeing, oh, I got that question wrong. Oh, I wasn't right about that one. And what happens is I begin to understand what happened, and peace comes back. Am I happy about the grade? No. But my peace comes back because I finally understand what's going on. And you know, that's the natural peace in life. When you know what's going on, when you know what to expect, when you have control of a situation, you know you can have peace because you understand. But the scripture is so amazing because it's saying, hey, whatever's going on in your life, You can still have peace without knowing why it's happening, without understanding everything. You know how this peace comes? It's by trusting the Lord. That's it. It's by trusting the Lord. You know, you think about it growing up. When you're with your parents and they're driving and they say, hey, we're going to go here. Hey, we're going to do this. You don't freak out and question them. You have peace, right? Why? Because you trust your parents. Because you know wherever you're going to end up, it's going to be okay because you trust your parents to lead you. And with the Lord, it's the same way. Matter of fact, football. We like watching football in here, right? Go Saints. season's coming up. Super Bowl time. It's happening. Think about it. Drew Brees. You're watching the game. How many times the fourth quarter we're down, we're losing. Looks like we're defeated. But the final minute, he makes this drive, and it works out. We win. You know, we might sit there and get nervous, but we trust him. He's going to handle it, Right? I know we put a lot of trust in Drew Brees and talk about him a lot. But we trust that he's going to get the job done. And tonight what I'm saying is you can trust the Lord because he has a track record of providing for us and giving purpose to situations and being with us. You know, I don't have it written down, but the scripture that says he works everything to the good of those who love him. So you might be in a situation you don't understand what's going on. You might be in a situation you're not pleased with. You might be in a situation where, man, this is not making sense. But you can trust the Lord and you can go to him in prayer and say, God, I trust you. And that peace will come even without the understanding in your mind. Again, Philippians 4, 7, it says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. That's trusting in the Lord. That's trusting in him. Saying, God, here's what's going on. Here's what's happening. Here's what I need. I trust you. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So when you get deal with anxiety and your heart starts flooding up, there's peace. Whenever you're in your mind and think about the worst possible outcomes about a situation, there's peace. You know, usually when these situations arise in our lives, we want to run away from God. When something doesn't go right or look up, it's like, God, we're breaking up. This wasn't what I signed up for. I'm out. And when we run from him, it doesn't really satisfy or anything. But when we towards, you know, we run towards him, we find comfort and we can draw near to him in this trust and this peace. Because don't forget, you guys, don't forget, he's the one that made you and he's the one that has plans and purposes for your life. So you might be saying, well, why did that happen in my family? Why did that happen at school? Why did I lose that friend? Why did I break up with that guy or that girl? Why did this happen? Because there's purpose behind it. Because the Lord, if you're in the Lord's hands, that he's going to use that for your good. Amen? And so the next area of peace that I think about that's super important in life is peace with others. It's peace with others. You know, I don't know if you watch The Bachelorette. I know I've been big on it the whole summer. Luke P., man, he's had peace with everybody there. He never had any issues with any other guy. He was just staying in his lane, you know? <laughs> Too much fun. People listen to this, and be like, "What is this guy talking about?" No, but like the same thing. And here's the inside scoop that I learned about life. Here, here you go. This is it. You're not gonna get along with everybody. You're not gonna like everybody. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to please everyone. So learn that right now and, and feel later. Like feel better later, because like sometimes, I'm like, man, I don't like that person, but let me go hang out. Around. Like you don't have to hang out with somebody you don't like. But what God calls us to do is still just to love them and still treat them with respect, right? You don't have to necessarily spend your whole day with them. I mean, you're not going to agree on everything or have the same perspective on things. Again, different upbringings and different cultures. Like, it is what it is. But the fact is, we don't have to be so bashful and harmful and agitate and instigate things with people. We're called to live in peace with one another. You know, in Romans 12, 14 through 21. I'm about to read a lot of scripture, so I apologize. But it says this, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, be, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. I never wrestle with that. Repay no one evil for evil. Do not become by evil, but overcome evil with good. So this scripture, we can't argue with it. We can't say, oh, but you don't know. Oh, but you don't. It says, live at peace with everybody. Bless those that persecute you. When they curse you, you bless them. When they do something wrong, you do something right. But we still struggle with that, right? We struggle to live at peace with people. And why do we struggle? Because our initial desire It's pretty much to be selfish and comfortable. And when people mess that up, in those events, we lose our peace. There's no more peace anymore. You know, it's when we have misunderstandings with people. It's when we're envious of others. You know, we're fighting and we have unforgiveness towards people. You know, I believe some people in here, you know, some of you, you still have hatred. You still have bitterness. You still have unforgiveness towards people. And look, that may take more than just this message. That's why I'm saying this can go more in depth than what it is. But just so you realize, you might be going through that. But I still pray tonight's a starting point that you can let them go. And that you can find healing and you can have restoration and peace with that person. Again, does that mean that you spend all the time with them again? Not necessarily. Again, you, some of you have been through some extreme stuff. And again, sometimes, again, whatever it is, you can't just go back into that relationship. But for your side of it, you can have peace. For your side of it, you can be restored. For your side of it, you don't have to hold unforgiveness. Ephesians four thirty-one through 32, it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and slander be put away from you, along with malice. Be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. Think about that real quick, y'all. We've done so much stuff. I've done so much stuff to where God shouldn't even look at me, shouldn't even acknowledge me, but he loves us so much that he paid the price for our sins and he forgave us. So how much more to forgive somebody else? You know, we betrayed the Lord, the the very person who made us we turn our backs on. So how much more another person in our lives can we not forgive them as we were forgiven by him? You know, I think another thing that happens is we hurt and we don't forgive. We like to hurt people, but we don't forgive them when they hurt us. But I think the gospel tells us that we should change that to not hurt people and to forgive. To not hurt and to forgive. Are you guys tracking along? Is that real? Is it just me? I know when someone hurts me, I'm gonna hurt them right back. I'm gonna tell them what's up. They're gonna catch a three piece spicy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But instead, hey, I forgive them. I hold nothing against them. Man, I have an opportunity to hurt somebody, I'm not. I'm a I'm a relent, I'm a let up. You know what's crazy is uh there's a gentleman a gentleman named Todd White, I don't know if you ever heard of him before. He's a pastor, I love listening to him. He's so amazing. We went to this conference called The Ramp. We're chosen. Inside joke. Inside joke. We went to The Ramp one time, and he said this, and it stuck with me. When someone hurts you, it's because they don't know who they are. And when you're hurt by somebody and you get offended, it's because you don't know who you are. I'm going to say it one more time. When someone hurts you, it's because they don't know who they are. When we get offended, it's because we don't know who we are. You see, hurt people hurt people. You've heard this saying before. It's so powerful. Hurt people hurt people. But guess what? They hurt you? Yeah, it hurt. We can be honest that they hurt you. But they don't know who they are. Because they're if they're whole and complete in Christ, they wouldn't attack you like that. And when you get offended, it's because you forgot who you were in Christ. It's because you you forgot you're a man of God. You're a woman of God. You're someone that the Lord made, which we'll talk about more in a bit for number three. But who you are, you don't need to be offended by somebody else. The Lord got you, and you can forgive them. You know, I think about these examples. How many times someone texted you, and you got offended because you just misinterpreted it? So usually they send emojis, or they send, like, exclamation points, or they say something, and, you know, you're like, hey, can't wait to see you this weekend. It's going to be so much fun to hang out. I'm going to enjoy your time. I miss you. And they text back, like, same. And you're like, oh my goodness, what's their problem? I'm so happy to see them. I said I'm going to see them. And now they say, same. Are you kidding me? You get so mad and so worked up. And then in reality, you just misinterpreted. They're happy to see you. They were just busy or their phone's about to die. And they're like, oh, same, sin. Or how many times you get into an argument with somebody and all it was was a simple miscommunication. I mean, Blake's back there. We've done this a thousand times. (laughs) I say things one way. He says it another way. We spend 45 minutes arguing with each other just to realize it's not what you meant. <laughs> and we clarify it and we move on. You know, sometimes this peace that we lack is because we just misinterpret, misunderstand people. And so just a tidbit of this message. When you go into a situation with somebody, try to understand where they're coming from. Try to see their perspective. Maybe they are hurting. Maybe they are going through something. Maybe it is something more than what you realize for yourself. And have peace with them. Not to create more pain for them, but just to have peace in yourself and peace with them. When we love, when we learn to love, we learn to forgive, and we learn to give grace. I think that's the hardest part, too. Is we don't give grace to people. We put expectations on people so high, and when we don't meet them. We're like, that's it. We're done. It's over. But whenever we give grace to people and we don't just set them on a pedestal to meet expectations, you know, we have this peace that comes as a result of that. Because the Lord, I mean, how many times have we screwed up? <laughs> Even after we repent, except Jesus, you know, for our Lord and Savior, we go and sin, hurt somebody else, and he forgives us, and he gives grace to us. So how much more we need to do that for somebody else? And so for the final area in this message, You know, we had peace in those dreadful situations, in those tough situations when things don't look like they're going the way they should be going. It's peace with other people. And again, whatever they did to you, whatever happened, you can forgive them, let them go. You don't need to get in a place again where you hurt somebody. The third area I think is so big is having peace within yourself. It's having peace within yourself. You know, I've noticed something in my own life. I could be so negative towards myself. You know, people, like, what people say about me and do stuff, it doesn't affect me that much because I really just don't care. Like, I'm so prideful and egotistic anyways (laughs) that, like, hey, Matt, you're stupid. Okay, so what, you know? (laughs) Like, who cares? But for myself and my own mind, that's the biggest challenge. Because when I doubt myself and all that, that's when this becomes a lot of bigger deal. Not what you say, but what I have. And I look and I think it's a problem in our lives, in every person's life. That's such a big deal, how we think and treat ourselves. You know, something I learned about myself a few years ago is that I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I didn't realize that until I investigated it and found out it was true. And so, man, there's so many times I get frustrated when I tried something and it wasn't what I pictured. I get so frustrated when I was like, here's a plan. Here's what I'm doing. It's happening. I go and do it and nothing goes right. And I get so mad at myself. There's been times where I felt like I failed. And man, that failure just sat in my head. Like, man, you messed up. Man, you're not good enough. Man, you don't know what it takes. And again, I become so frustrated and lose my peace. Like, why am I not good enough? Why did I fail? Why did I mess up? And again, there's times of when I real you know would willfully run to sin, and even even as I stopped and got out of it and repented and you know got the help I need, confessed it, and re- again got with Christ and friends and got accountability in those areas, the shame would still follow. The shame wouldn't leave, and I'd sit there and wrestle with it, and I didn't need to because Jesus paid the the price for me. And man, there's times. I deal with anxiety, which I believe I'll I'll preach on more in the future because, again, I'm still going through it in my life and understanding everything. But there's times of anxiety where I just freak out about things for no reason. And I would just sit there and feel immobile and feel unstable and feel insecure and doubtful and like, what's going to happen today? I can't even get out my bed. I can't move. And in these moments, I'm thinking, what's wrong with you? I'm just like, talking down to myself when I'm going through this stuff. Like you're supposed to be a leader. Why can't you be a leader? Man, you're crying. Why are you crying? Man, people look to you for help and you can't help yourself? These are real thoughts, y'all. Y'all deal with this? It's not just me in here? Man, and this stuff happens. And real talk, in order to have peace in the situation and trusting the Lord and having peace with others, there needs to be peace within ourselves. And that still only comes from the Lord. And how we get that is, again, you learn to trust in him and you learn to forgive yourself. You see, in the in the situations, you learn to trust in him and you trust in him and you have peace without understanding. In the peace with others, you learn to forgive and give grace and to love them. But in peace in yourself, you learn to trust in the Lord because, again, I read some scriptures, he made you and you learn to forgive yourself and give yourself grace. You know, I read a book one time and it's more so for men. I'm sure ladies has a counterpart to it. But it says there's two things that happen in a man's life. You guys are still kind of younger, but still 13 up. You're becoming a man, and and ladies, I guess 13 up, you're becoming a a beautiful young woman. You know, I don't I don't know. I'm a man, so <laughs> just stick with me. But the book is saying this. It says there's two things inside of you. There's a man and there's a boy. And the boy wants childish things. The boy wants foolish things. The boy wants to get angry. The boy wants to get worked up. But the man, he wants to take leadership. He wants to take action. He wants to be bold and courageous. He wants to pursue the Lord. He wants these things that are good, and he wants to work hard. And so the the book asks, whenever someone's talking in your head, is it the boy or the man? And on top of that, the real point I'm trying to get at is it says, hey, listen, when the boy acts up, give yourself grace. When you mess up, give yourself grace. You know, we put our standards on other people high. We put our standards on ourselves so high. And we try to achieve things. And that's where religion slips in, by the way. We try to be say, God, I got this. I got the checklist. I got this figured out. Oh, I'm a great Christian. I post a scripture on my Facebook every day. I do all this stuff. And man, it's like we strive to be there. But just give yourself some grace. Again, you get mad and worked up you don't read the Bible, which you should read the Bible every day, and you should pursue God every day. But, man, you didn't, don't beat yourself up. Just start praying. Just start reading the Bible. Like, just be okay. And, man, you know, the thing about it, and speaking of the Bible, I'm going to read some scriptures to you here, that you need to get this truth inside of you. You know, I think we, we lose our identity and everything. And God, in his word, when he speaks to us, he brings the truth back into our minds and we can have peace with his truth. You know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. you all know it. Some of you have a tattoo of it in here. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. You feel hopeless? You're not hopeless. God has hope for you. You feel like you don't have a purpose? That's not true. He just said he had plans for you. He has a future for you. Second Timothy 1, 7. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. You've been dealing with fear? You've been afraid of the future? You've been afraid of failure? There's power. There's love. And a sound mind when we come to God. You can have a sound mind. All that stuff's running through your head. All that fear. All that worry. God said he gave you power. He gave you love. Gave you a sound mind. I want some more scripture because I got some more. Psalms 139, 14. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. You caught that? You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You think you're an accident? You're fearfully and wonderfully made. The, another scripture I, I didn't have written down, but the Bible says, "While you're in his, your mother's womb, He was forming you; He was creating you. You're not by accident. You're on. You're on. You're here for a purpose. You're made on purpose for a purpose." Man, get that in your spirit. Get that in your mind. In Romans eight one through two, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit is life. And it has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. You're dealing with condemnation. You're dealing with doubt. You're dealing with discouragement. You're dealing with the fact that, man, I messed up. There's no way God can forgive me. Man, I can't believe I did that. I'm not good enough. There's no condemnation in Christ anymore, y'all. There's no more of that. You now have freedom. It says the Spirit of the Lord sets you free and gives you life. You don't have to live with this baggage and this burden and this guilt and shame. Jesus took that for you on the cross. He took it for you so you don't have to carry it anymore. But yet we still think, God, I'm going to put my shackles back on. I'm not good. No, take those off, man. It's in your mind. It's in your spirit. It's in your heart. And again, that's why reading the Bible is so important because you can import truth. You see, the enemy comes and spreads lies and puts lies in our minds and we start to believe him and cling on to him and life gets worse and worse for us. You walk outside and it's sunny and beautiful and your head's down because you're like, man, I'm not good. I'm not whatever. But the Lord speaks so differently about you at those scriptures are read. So remind yourself when you're trusting in the Lord what he says about you and forgive yourself tonight. You know, you can have peace when you know who you are is defined by who he is and not by what you've done. It's what he did for us. You know, um, as we close, piano player can come play some soft, beautiful music. Thank you so much. Just really set the mood. Isn't it awesome to have piano? Give her a hand. Yeah. But you know, you can stand with me. You know, the fun time when we stand up together. you know, maybe you're in here and one of these areas you'd say you don't have peace maybe the situation you're going through you don't have peace in it right now maybe someone's hurt you or maybe you're having this this issue with somebody or a group of people and you're lacking peace maybe you've been in turmoil in your own mind, your own spirit, your own heart and you forgot your worth and you forgot what Jesus has done for you just take a moment and bow with me you know something else too maybe you're in here and you have never made peace with the Lord you never had a relationship with him I want to tell you tonight that you can have access to the Lord the Bible says that his arm would reach that no one would be forgotten Maybe you've been living a life of sin. Maybe you've been running away from him instead of to him. And you feel like you don't have peace in your life. You know, the Bible says we become enemies with God because we, we run to sin. And sin separates us. But the Bible also says that Jesus came and paid the price on the cross. When he died for you, he was the blameless lamb that took the payment of your sins. So we can have access to God. And we can have peace with God. And you get God's peace and you have peace with him. And so tonight, if that's you, I encourage you after to come up and talk with me or talk to a leader. But again, these other areas in your life. Maybe you're going through a terrible situation and you lack understanding, but you want peace. Maybe there's other people you need to forgive because you're tired of carrying the burden and the unforgiveness and the bitterness and the hatred that's changing. That's not who you are. And you want to let it go tonight. And maybe you've been having those thoughts in your head of self-doubt, of anxiety, of fear, of not being good enough, of having condemnation. That can break off your life tonight. So what I want to do is if you feel like you're in one of those categories, I want you to come up. Just begin to come up right now even. Just start to come up and a leader's going to stand with you and pray for you. This is an altar call. What is an altar call? All it is is an outward appearance of what's going on in your heart. Just an hour to sign of declaring what's going on in your heart, that you want peace. And look, don't care about anybody else's thinking. Worry about you tonight. You need peace in your life. Don't worry about it. someone to your right or to your left is thinking about you. If you need peace, just come up and get prayer tonight. And so let's just go ahead and as, as we close, you can just begin to come up. I'm just going to pray. Father God, thank you for tonight, Lord. Thank you for this word. Thank you, God, that it's meant to touch someone's heart tonight, Lord. And I pray during these terrible situations that life throws at us, where things aren't perfect, where things aren't the way we planned, where we're not where we expected to be or where they thought it was going to be, I pray tonight that we would trust in you, that we would run to you and have peace without understanding. We may not know what's going on, but God, you are in control of our lives, and we submit to your will, God. Lord, we pray for peace with others, as your word says. Help us to love others, God. Help us just to have love for people that don't look like us, that don't act like us. Lord, help us to love those that have hurt us. Help us to love those and forgive those who have hurt us, God. And Lord, let us not be someone that goes around hurting people. Let us go around loving people, God. I pray that our hearts are not to agitate to instigate to harm to to just be malice towards others but God I pray our hearts are being stirred tonight to be peacemakers to be peacemakers God in our friend groups in our families at school God just in every area God we'd be the peacemakers Lord we wouldn't stir up trouble we'd stop trouble God and finally Lord I pray for every person in here that they have peace within themselves God Lord, I pray that the truth of your word would penetrate their mind and their hearts tonight and their spirit tonight. God, I pray as they read your word, you would speak to them and remind them who they are, God. They are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have plans. You have purpose. You're not an accident. And I pray there's no fear because God has you in his hands. And you can walk with him. There's no condemnation. Because sin is not your master anymore. The Lord is for you. And God, again, I thank you for tonight. And be able to come. And I pray as we leave, that we just stay in your spirit. We stay in this atmosphere, God. we Stay in your presence, Lord. And God, help us to give grace to others. And grace to ourselves. God, as we leave tonight, I just pray what you did for us that we can have peace with you in Jesus name I pray Amen Again, thanks for joining us For more info on Fusion you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram